Daniel, I have no idea what day it is. I have no idea what month it is. Do you have something that can help me? Well, first off, it's Christmas Day. Oh, God. And second off, I do have something. It's the goose as big as you. That's what that is? (laughs) I thought that was a medical ailment. (laughs) Um, I thought that was a growth. That's the medical ailment I'm talking about. (laughs) The comedy is in the specificity of the medical ailments. (laughs) That's why every doctor's visit is hilarious. But if you're looking for a specific day or a Uh? specific gift, Uh? it's not too late for Christmas, Greg. (laughs) It's never too late for Christmas. And if you're still struggling to find a Christmas gift, we got a fresh new shipment of our 365 days of Los Angeles history wall calendars, 2022 monthly wall calendars. And they are impressive. Most impressive. Most impressive. (laughs) Every single day of the year, they have a different thing from Los Angeles history that happened on that day and what year it happened. Yeah. So if you want to get those for someone in your life, those are $30 shipping included. You can get them. You can email us la.meekly at gmail.com or you can look at on our merch page on our website, lameeklypodcast.com. You'll see some pictures and you can contact us through there to order them or on Instagram at LA underscore Meekly, Twitter at LA Meekly. Uh, we also still have our official LA Meekly super soft Greg designed t-shirts. We have small, medium and XL. That's all we have left. Cool. Contact us those same ways. Get a good gift. Be ready for Christmas. Hanukkah's over, but you can still get a... Why not? What, let's make Hanukkah 24 days. Why not? I, that's all I've ever wanted. All I want for Hanukkah is three times the amount of Hanukkah. Yeah, all I want for Hanukkah is another Hanukkah. Hanukkah cubed. All I want for Christmas is two Hanukkahs. And now uh, let's get to the show. Hi there and welcome to the seventh edition, the seventh side of the uh, LA this never Music endingly, Box. <laughs> it, this septagonal sided <laughs> record that we've been playing for seven months now. It's a triple disc with an additional disc. <laughs> <laughs> and it only plays on like a pyramid shaped record player. We don't really get the technology. but this They only is, sold one and it was haunted. It was King Tut's uh, favorite <laughs> record player. Uh, and he liked to rock uh that kind of like as i was saying it i was wondering like does that make sense like pyramids are made out of rocks i don't know there but there's a lot of sand rocks and sand that that was People, the favorite music of the Egyptians. the slaves who built the pyramids would have loved that joke the generations of slaves that built the pyramids yeah. would have been like yeah. you know my you know my grand great grandfather said who was building this pyramid king tut really likes to rock and sand and those were and someone's mo- last words <laughs> and that that was the last straw of moses and he finally decided i'm gonna free these people I can't do this. We can't do this as a people. We can't keep telling this joke over and over <laughs> and over. So yes, this is our seventh Meekly yes. Music Box. And this month we have a very special guest, which special. Uh, they're all very special guests. But this guy is named Eben Schletter, which is a very fun name to say. It is very fun to say. I say it out loud all the time. And how do you know Eben Schletter? I mean, well, through, how are you familiar with his work? We'll get into that after his first song. And this is, no. I think, I believe... <laughs> Now, we'll talk more about him after this song. I will not bow to your pressure, uh, Pharaoh Greg. So his first song is called In the Future. This is from his 2012 album, The 21st Century Doomsday Spectacular. So this is In the Future by Eben Schletter.
with a holograph display And you'll watch your movies on a contact lens And if your thoughts should start to stray In the future there's gonna be two billion broadcasting channels In the future everyone will have their own show You'll learn your ABCs Through an optical laser transmission Earn a university degree With a deep inhale from a smart balloon Find yourself employed at an interstellar trinket shop Selling souvenirs of a nebula for an astronaut To bring back home to his little children who'll be fully grown And he won't have aged, so they may be even older than him on planet Earth will be just short of 200 degrees. So you'll be equipped with a Freon suit with a remote control communicator on the sleeve. In the future, there'll be a worldwide cultural revolution. In the future, people will say, what the heck is wrong with kids these days? In the future, everything's gonna be weird. In the future, was a lot of fun. We are now in the future of the <laughs> recording, actually. So you asked me a very personal question before we listened to the song about how yes. I'm familiar with yes. Eben Schletter. I know him through you, but you are a little more familiar with him than I am. Let's also spell his name E-B-A-N-S-C-H-L-E-T-T-E-R. And that name is burnt into my memory. And the, the spelling of it is burnt into my memory, partially because of one of the things I know him from, which was, um, I believe it was Spontanea Nation, but I think he also worked on the Pod F. Tompcast. He did. I believe he did, yeah. Yeah, that's how I first found out about it, because Paul F. Tompkins, two of his podcasts, had a big musical element where it was Eben Schletter on a piano playing music live underneath what was happening. So like, yeah. not just like Paul F. Tompkins, the show would start and he would give like a, a what would you call, like a monum, a soliloquy. He, he would be, he, he would, would soliloquize. Opening sil- yeah, soliloquy. Uh, he would do the big scene in Hamlet at the beginning of every episode. Yeah, yeah. He, so would, he fail would, to wash blood off his hands. Can't do it. <laughs> over and over. Anywhere. He couldn't yeah, figure it out. Over. <laughs> and that's the two things about Shakespeare I remember. <laughs> Puck. Um, so the beginning of the show was him talking and Eben Schletter would be playing music underneath it as just sort of like a background thing but also depending on what he was talking about like if he would mention a a train or something like he would play like a chugga 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 and and then they would do like a three or four person improv and Eben Schletter would be playing the music live like as if it were 
1915 Mm -hmm. and you're watching a Charlie Chaplin short in a theater and there's someone live playing the music to it that's just watching the movie and is like a Charlie Chaplin just slipped on a a banana peel. Boom. He's doing the modern day equivalent of that on podcasts or at least he was in that particular show. Not just a musician, but also a craftsman, which I'm complete admiration of. The talent uh, of anybody to do that is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> to one, play the piano. The, uh, right there, you've impressed me beyond. Uh, <laughs> but then to to know the piano and know any instrument so well to improvise musically, instrumentally to match what's going on is crazy. It's why people like jazz. And, and it's also a lost, I mean, aside from it jazz, is. but like this is a direct descendant of the people playing uh, music in a silent movie house. Yeah. And it's a completely lost art. The kind of thing that we would see at Old Town Music Hall when they'd be watching, let's say, a Nosferatu. I realize that I do like LA Meekly slash Meekly Music Box fan fiction all the time. Like who I want, what musicians I want playing together oh, and what I want casting, them to sing. Yeah. I want to see Eben Schletter playing in the Old Town Music Hall. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah, that'd be great. If we he should... hasn't already, which he probably has, but I, I would love to see that. It also occurred to me right now, that every time I've heard his name, I've heard his entire name. I've never just heard his first name or his last name like a coach is screaming at him. I've always heard Eben Schletter. Eben Schletter, get over here right now. Eben! Because that's why he was burned into my head because Paul F. Tompkins would always mention him at the end of every episode and would spell out his name every single time because it's an unusual name and so it's just burnt. It like I, <laughs> The last words I will ever utter are going to be each individual letter in Eben Schletter's <laughs> name. If you get an MRI, his name is going to be that's that's that. gonna, the wrinkles yeah. on my brain will spell Eben Schletter uh, but another thing that's weird is that in like middle school speaking of silent movies I first watched uh, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari and I was obsessed like somebody should do a remake of this movie yeah. and then I found out years later somebody did do a remake of this movie and guess who did the music of it really I had no idea yeah and Doug Jones was in it as well before this we started recording we were talking a little bit about his song In the Future and you, what were you saying about it it's almost like two songs sewn together which I really like sometimes I won't like that but in this case I really like that it almost starts kind of like more rocky and poppy and then goes into this really like jaunty I don't even know how to just that was my problem I don't know how to describe the music that I hear other than it's really jaunty (laughs) it's bouncy when I first listened to it the first thing that popped into my head was Queen which they do a lot of that sort like Bohemian Rhapsody is like three or four different songs and yeah that's exactly how both of his songs here feel and I, I love that too. I, I, I also love you. Um, so <laughs> prove it with money. So let's hear a little bit about him from his own words that he, oh. he wrote up for us. He said, I moved to Los Angeles from the San Francisco Bay Area in 1994. Did you come before or after the earthquake? I'd like to get some dates on this, some hard dates on this because uh, I still am trying to crack the case Very of curious. who caused the Northridge earthquake. See an earthquake and be like, gotta move there. It's going to be another hundred years before the next one. I gotta move there. <laughs> I don't want all this fog. Let's go to a place that has no natural disasters. How to shake the fog away. He said, I had been a pretty scattered person. I had thought I wanted to be a marine biologist. I also thought I wanted to be a filmmaker. I had a Super 8 camera since I was a kid and made little movies with my friends from middle school through college. I did my own scores and hoped to be like John Carpenter one day. But I also liked to write songs and play drums for local punk bands at the Gilman 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 Street. Gilman Street. I was going to say Gilman Saint Warehouse. <laughs> is this a person I'm not familiar with? Wh- it's a what place is with that? sticky floors. It's a. It was an East Bay punk venue that's really popular. Where like okay. uh, Operation Ivy and uh, like Green Day started a lot with along with a lot of other really great bands. And Eben Schletter. is Green Day from San sticky. Francisco. They're from the East Bay, Berkeley. Huh. Huh. 
Is Berkeley still in the East Bay? Or can we look this up right now? So he was playing uh, in Berkeley, he says, and also at the Chatterbox in San Francisco. But I was also pretty sure I couldn't make a living doing any of these things. My dad was from the Bronx, New York. That's like the really far East Bay. <laughs> Raised by a single mother living in the back of a candy store. Oh, You know, it's weird is that although it wasn't the Bronx because my family owned a candy store, but it was in Yonkers. But I don't oh, know really? if like maybe he's blurring the borders a little bit. I wonder. Yeah, it's for sure not you <laughs> blurring I, the borders. I know it's in the East Bay somewhere. Where's, but he, where's Yonkers? It's like a little bit northwest of the Bronx, which is where my family's from, or not my, right. they're not originally from there, but that's where they were. And they owned a candy store. And I'm wondering mm. where actually uh, Sid Caesar worked for a day. But anyway, <laughs> what and what a day <laughs> they sold no candy that day. Uh, but could you not admit, a lot like, of accents out of nowhere? I'm still r- writing more LA Meekly fan fiction. I'm going to say that the candy store that they were living in was my great grandpa's candy store. Okay. Uh, he says, My mom was from Petaluma, California, where her family had a farm and raised chickens my family had a farm no um, <laughs> i'm a chicken for both of them college and moving on to higher education was the key to a better life while they were supportive of my creative efforts as hobbies they felt that taking them more seriously was delusional i needed something <laughs> solid for a career so they suggested i go to law school fear of creative failure was strong so i did what they suggested i should point out that me being a gen xer this happened long enough ago that i wasn't saddled with massive student debt for all hey. this some but not near millennials are saddled with uh, that's how you do it you have student debt could you i went to library same? school because creative failure terrified me do you share the same student debt as evan <laughs> we all share the same debt daniel all of us <laughs> not me i went to csun um, <laughs> i never went back to school because i'm dumb i was afraid of academic failure so i keep <laughs> doing this podcast in 1994 i had passed the bar but had also started playing music for weekly comedy shows in los angeles i had been in a band with laura milligan and greg barrent they moved to LA and Laura created a show Tantrum where they could each do characters and it became an early alternative comedy hotspot. I would drive down from San Francisco until eventually it seemed pretty clear that I should just move. It's like Evan was part of the whole the 90s LA comedy scene. Largo, the aforementioned Paul F. Tompkins, Greg Barrett. I assume so. I assume that he was part of that whole uh, melting pot. Yeah, wait till you don't know all of his credits that I'm about to tell you and you're going to be very excited. Okay. So he says, funny thing was my solid plan of getting work as a lawyer turned out to be a terrible plan. The field was incredibly competitive. Fun fact, the show LA Law had actually inspired a dramatic spike in new lawyers, and I've still (laughs) never seen it. But I did find work playing music. One of my early gigs was improvising an organ score for a slideshow at an event for an organization dedicated to the preservation of historic LA architecture. There's no way he hasn't played at the Old Town Music Hall. Like that would that would be a crime that should be tried on LA law if if he has not played there yet. This is a question we should have asked him. (laughs) (laughs) But mostly it was music for comedy shows, and these live shows soon led to television shows and an actual career, starting with Mr. Show with Bob and David. Ooh, great first gig. I didn't know that he was doing the music for that, but that is huge. That's huge. Uh, that's a big deal. And that's, again, that's another thing of like, oh, everybody was in that. Everybody that we love now was in that. Like the aforementioned Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> As more work started coming, I finally started to focus on TV music. It was a good fit with my scattered nature. I'd get called upon to do scores and songs in all different styles. I got very busy. I worked on, here it comes, Greg. Okay. I will go slow, go slow just for you. Thank Sponge you. 
SpongeBob. Love it. Which he still does. Uh, the music which, on SpongeBob is unreal. It's unreal how good it is. Well, you and I were talking about uh, going back to the Pharaohs and all that. If all he had <laughs> given us was SpongeBob, it would have been enough. Uh, that yeah. is like you're you're in. Sh- there should be a sphinx of him for having worked on SpongeBob. <laughs> as much as that excites me, SpongeBob, this next one, Comedy Central's BattleBots, which I loved. That was the really? one where robots would fight each other. Yeah. Well, oh, you I know, know what it is. Anybody who doesn't know what it is, just think of the words BattleBots. You got it. <laughs> he did the music for Drawn Together, and here's one you're going to oh, be wow. very excited about. Moral Oral, he did the music <gasps> for. Really? He did the music for Moral? I love the music in Moral Oral. And here's one I am very excited about that I also didn't know. The Birthday Boys. Uh, <laughs> of with former Meekly Music Box guests, Tim Kalpakis, Mike Hanford, and Jeff Dutton of The Sloppy Boys. Uh, right. But this isn't about them. And he also did another show you watched, Stand Against Evil. He did the music for oh, that. I can hear it now. It's funny because once you tell me, I'm like, oh yeah, of course it's Eben. Who else would it be? I, 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 know. I can hear it. it. It's got to be, be Eben Schletter. <laughs> I have found Los Angeles to be an inspirational place. There's lots to complain about, to be sure. And it hasn't been easy, but most everyone I have met has been talented, compassionate, and interesting. I'm going to, uh, including Daniel and Greg. Uh, Including that's def- Daniel and Greg. That was typed into what he said. In TV work, sometimes there are great creative collaborations, but sometimes it's very clear you are in a service industry and you just do as ordered. But in all cases, you are serving the needs of the show. To keep from losing my own creative perspective and my mind, over the years, I have tried to make sure to keep working on my own projects. I've put out eight albums and for a while did a podcast featuring all original music. It was called Fantastical Musicorium. I remember that. Unfortunately, I have seldom had the additional time or resources to promote these projects properly or perform my own music live with any regularity. TV music has lots of deadlines, so much of this work is basically unknown. I was planning on rectifying this and getting out to perform more, and then the pandemic hit. But hopefully I will be out and about soon enough. In the meantime, I have been re-releasing my albums on Bandcamp and have new Ooh. and have new projects in the works, so you can find him there. Yeah, listen to all of his stuff, because a lot of it is like he has... Uh, the second song we're going to play has, has a Christmas tint to it but he it has does. he has a um halloweeny sort of thing also and it's all it's it's like so perfectly mood setting for those holidays it it's really great you can follow him on twitter at eben schletter again e-b-a-n-s-c-h-l-e-t-t-e-r you exactly. didn't even look it up i'm telling you it's like it when i close my eyes on the inside one eye says eben the other one says schletter <laughs> and then on the outside one says love and one says you that's right and then i i was kind of late to professor jones class but it's fine so if you want to uh listen to our stuff you can yes. you're you're right here you can subscribe to us on itunes or anything our normal monthly show is released on the first of the month and it's about los angeles history we normally don't talk about bands unless we talk about bands like we did in the last episode we also forgot to mention that this is our third episode this month surprise everybody. oh yeah this is our third episode this month you're getting a lot of us what is yeah. it hanukkah end early second hanukkah hanukkah ended early and he swears this has never happened before or I guess that joke still works when it ends early. <laughs> but yeah, you can also follow us on our Instagram at LA underscore Meekly and our Twitter at LA Meekly or go to our website, LAMeeklyPodcast.com. It has all of the episodes. It has segments of episodes. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We will be posting stuff there. And and also, like we mentioned at the beginning, go buy our calendars and That's our right. t-shirts. Uh, message us and we'll sell them to you. <laughs> That's how the free market works. And big calendars can't stop us. Uh, we also sell big calendars. So... Uh, 
um, before we say goodbye, and we'll see you on the first of the month again. Let's uh, we're gonna get a little bit more into the. It, this has a Christmas feel, and there's a little explanation to the song. The next one we're gonna hear is called "Super Small," which and it's, I cannot stop listening to. You sent it to me. He's like, "Hey, this kid doesn't listen to." I love it. I, I've heard it so it, many times. It's really good, and it, again, it has that Queen sort of thing. Yeah, it's like four different songs, and there's so many different harmonies and different and weird things going on. Yeah. It's really good. It's really playful. I like it. It is, lot. and that's from Eben Schletter's Cosmic Christmas, which came out in 2009, which he also put up as a planetarium show at the Glendale Community College you Planetarium. Kidding, really? That would be, I would. Greg, I love that. I would love that. You know how much I love planetarium shows. You do love planetariums. Now that you take CBD oil for everything, you cannot stop going to laser light shows. So I just rub a little bit of <laughs> CBD lotion on my hands and I am ready for the discotheque <laughs> because I got to point so much to do my disco dancing and my carpal tunnel will feel good. He said that the, that show featured live animation performed by the artist Jay Walt and he played the theremin with Alex Burke on Vibes during Whoa. that show. There were also projected planetarium elements and film pieces. The song was originally written for a benefit show called Super Small, which is a smaller version of a big annual event called Super Ball, which evolved into 20 Wonder, all of which benefit the Down Syndrome Association of Los Angeles. So we're going to hear this song. And thanks uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this. And our talk about pharaohs maybe got you interested in the story of Passover, which will be coming this April. Coming this April. <laughs> Hide the if bread. Hide the firstborn sons. Um. Get your tickets. Get your lamb's blood. It's Passover. So, <laughs> hide Larry. This is great. Have, have a lovely holiday. Have I a great. A- I, I would say happy holidays, but Hanukkah's over. I guess Kwanzaa. I don't know when Kwanzaa is happening, so I'll still say happy holidays. And you know what? The war on Christmas continues. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, which was a very <laughs> 90s thing to say. We acknowledge that there's other stuff, but also Merry Christmas. But more importantly, <laughs> but more importantly, and for everybody in this country, Merry Christmas. So, yeah. Uh, Enjoy that time. We'll see you January 1st and enjoy Super Small from Eben Schletter, E-B-A-N-S-C-H-L-E-T-T-E-R, which is not L.A. law. (laughs) M-O-U-S-E. You begin with a precious little inkling, eensy-weensy twinkling, itty-bitty minuscule, wee willy nilly mini miny teeny tiny little thing. Like a nucleus, knowing to divide and multiply the chances of survival. For a microscopic cell in the making of an organism suited rather well to environmental factors somehow known in advance. We know the chances are super small, super small, super small. In the light of the super small, take delight in the super small. Connect with the super small, love and protect the super small. Anything that you can touch or see or feel begins with the super small. Every fundamental elemental principle will rise and fall by the inward call of the super small. Super small. Ah. In the light of the super small.
Take delight in the super small. Connect with the super small. Love and protect the super small. Drawn from Touch or see or feel begins with the super begins small. With the super small. Every fundamental elemental principle will rise and fall by the inward call of the super small. Super small. Ah. In the light of the super small, take delight in the super small. Connect with the super small. Love and protect the super small. Begin with the latest industries. And if you want to see all the super small, you can see All from the super small All from the super small In the light of the super small Take delight in the super small Connect with the super small Love and protect the super small And when in the light of the super small, small Take delight within the small and all Bitty minuscule, wee willy nilly, mini miny, teeny tiny little thing. Before this episode officially ends, we just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Heart Soul Heat. May I say, honey, do 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 do. Because Heart Soul Heat, if you don't know, they are the creators of Ghost Honey, a 100% American made hot honey that is ghost pepper infused into raw honey, Greg. I cannot emphasize this enough how delicious this honey is from the Heart Soul Heat. It is so good. I don't like spicy stuff, but I I literally will be eating something and I think like, you know what will go good with this? <laughs> you know what would make this 10 times better? As I'm climbing up a tree to reach into a bee's nest, there are easier <laughs> ways to get honey, Greg. You go to heartsoulheat.com and try their 
ghost honey. It's great on pizza. It's great on fried chicken. In the last ad, you recommended you onion would rings. dip it into onion rings or you'd dip onion rings into it. Both. <laughs> There's enough onion rings to try both. Uh, I would I crumble an onion ring into the bottle. Raw onions. Why not? What else would it be? Let's think of one more thing it would be good on that's fried. You know what? I'm going to say fried mozzarella sticks. That sounds delicious. Cheese with right. People like cheese with honey. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it too. And you know what? I'm going to do it too. <laughs> uh, I'll be there. What time should I come over? So uh, if you want to give them a try, which you really should, they're offering yep. fans of our podcast 50% off of your first order with the that's code. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Five zero, yeah. Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, off your first order with the code LA at heartsoulheat.com. That's a deal you can't afford to not use. Again, go to heartsoulheat.com to get their ghost honey. Use promo code LA at checkout to get 50% off your first order. Heart Soul Heat. Crumble an onion in that. Your solution to everything. Uh, If you like it, put an onion on it. (laughs) 